Hey guys, welcome to the Self Positive Podcast. My name is Duke DeLate, and I've been a dating coach and self-development guy for a long, long time. So I wanted to start this project and deal with some of the more general issues that I have and other people have, um, my students have. And uh, so today's episode was brought to you by me. And later on, I think we'll get some guests and shit, but uh, for now, uh, enjoy today's episode and check out the blog, selfpositive.org, and you can find all the worksheets and the auxiliary materials and things. Thanks for listening, and uh, here's the episode. What's up? It's Duke D. Late, the Self Positive Podcast. I'm rebooting this thing again because... um, I'm basically really into a bunch of self-help stuff for myself, and uh, it was a pretty successful first pilot season back before the quarantine started, and I got a lot of requests on the Instagram, I'm uh, at DukeDelate on the Instagram, if uh, they wanted me to just do a bunch more, and they're like, hey, where are the other episodes, where are the other, I'm like, okay, fine, so rather than spend too much time and all the uh, new projects that I'm working on with the dating and the successfulness company and all these other self-help opportunities I'm really grateful to be a part of, I thought I'd sit in my car before the gym and do an episode of this particular thing, start this thing back up, and uh, tie it all into social media and get back on that train. So if you are a previous listener, welcome back. It's been a while. And if you are a new listener come from Instagram or something, welcome here. Uh, the idea of this podcast is to break out and do daily thoughts about how to make your life better and, and focus on positivity. Uh, it's metamorphosized a little bit because I'm, uh, I guess, much more qualified now <laughs> as I've been doing all the coaching and flying around and doing uh, you know, working with clients and you know, over Zoom has been pretty eye-opening. I've been working on uh, accountability programs with some clients in the dating space and I've been uh, dealing with a lot more deeper trauma level stuff. started dealing with some trauma level stuff in my personal life and really getting into Peter Levine's work and somatic processing and stuff. So all that's coming down the pipe. Uh, it'll be a little bit more organized than it is today, but Today is the, uh, I was going to talk about cognitive reframing and a little bit of an overview because I had an experience over the weekend that just changed my whole perspective on life. And after quarantine, I went out and I was doing a bunch of stuff and I started teaching again, doing some, um, I was doing some seminars out in like Vegas and in Miami and those were great events, and, and it sort of got the taste back in my mouth to start traveling around and doing the teaching thing again, like in real life, not over Zoom and not over uh, WhatsApp video conference. And uh, it's uh, a lot more, more organic to be able to sit in front of a client and and really see all the micro expressions, all the way their their body moves, their somatic movements. The, what they feel inside as they're trying to describe their issues and as they're working through some of their their problems and uh, I, I just kind of got addicted to it again which 
I, you know, for for a long time, a year and a half over quarantine, I just I missed that part of myself, and I I couldn't really put my finger on what it was until I saw it again. And uh, this weekend, I decided that I was going to take a little bit of a break and kind of drop everything and go to this music festival out in Vegas called Life is Beautiful, which is phenomenal. You guys got to go next year, man. It's a little something for everybody. But uh, I, I took a group of friends, some new friends I'd made over quarantine, and I went uh, with uh, an old group of friends from my counseling and coaching days because they were in Vegas and so we all bought tickets one guy came in to, from Singapore to come hang out and we we all went and over the weekend I noticed some stuff that was sort of dormant or like lying lying in wait in my soul where I walked into this venue and we did all this crazy ass you know checking and you had to verify an app in order to make sure you're vaccinated and you get this this little uh, wristband and then they they check you for you know drugs and weapons and everything and you know they you, you all through all this rigmarole to get into this festival and what they had done is they had blocked off like 19 square blocks of Las Vegas and down downtown at the end of Fremont Street and they put multiple stages out there they put, brought artists from everywhere we saw Billie Eilish we saw like Ludacris we saw Elenium we saw Cash Cash like a bunch of like just you know we had some EDM artists we had some pop artists we had some it was pretty good and uh, we get there and I walk into this festival and the vibe is just so different like the entirety of my last almost two years has been grind mode and hustle and and you know get the new company started and write the new website and and get the get the zoom call and and make sure that this client doesn't fall off and you know work you know the side the corporate job in order to like pay rent because <laughs> I can't travel and all of this stuff is going on and I, I hadn't actually connected with humans in a non-mentorship style capacity really well in a very long time and and I didn't know that that's what was missing until I got to this place and I went to a couple of shows or concerts or whatever in LA uh, when they opened everything back up in quarantine it wasn't the same it's everybody's just kind of fucking agitated and and they were just they just wanted to be out and it was great but it was not the kind of connection people weren't seeking connection with other people and i walk into this festival and it reminds me of like 20 years ago when i used to go to raves all the time like the whole vibe was created for like love and and you know having everybody be equal and having everybody um just enjoy their life. I mean, I probably helped that everybody was rolling on Molly, but like I walked in there and just felt no judgment, which I I feel judgment all the time because I'm, you know, a little out there, but I don't really care about judgment. I'm like I, I have a a wall against it, right? People start judging and I'm like, <laughs> "No." And I have this active you know, interaction with people who judge me and then 
uh, you know, usually comes out to, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, but thank you for your concern. But, uh, I walked into this place and there wasn't judgment from anybody. Like everybody was curious. Everybody was like, like children walking around being like, Hey, I want to be your friend. Who are you? What are you into? And share something with me. And like all of this vibe happened for three days straight and there was no bullshit. Like everybody was cooperative. You know, we, we try to move big groups of people, like 9 to 15 people. We try to move them from one place to another. And it was fucking effortless because everybody's like caught up in this vibe that was just this larger consciousness energy that um, the event had, had put on. And they did it masterfully. They had, they had all of this uh, you know, production value and the cameras and the drones and the, and the, the the music and the sound and the lasers and the everything, they put everything together so well, it was almost seamless. They had all these little art exhibits and, and you know, hallways you walk through full of fog and positive messages and it was just really awesome. Uh, but I walked out of that thing and something clicked in my brain. I was, you know, third day, uh, everything was over and it kind of ended and I was like, whoa. Like I literally have not talk shit to myself or anybody else for the last three days. And I was just sort of transported into this space. And, and I was like, what made me make these choices? Why was everybody so cooperative? Why was, why was, why was this a thing when, when it's not mirrored like that in, you know, quote unquote, the real world. And it's like, why did I choose to act differently in this space to be more giving and to be more, communicative to be you know why was I not afraid to I guess uh, fear isn't the right word I guess why wasn't I managing my impression so much when I was there I was just there being in the moment and you know experiencing and it it, it kind of got to me like what the like what the hell like why has the last year and a half been so like I haven't made it I'm not I, I gotta grind I gotta do this rah, there's this like frenetic energy and then in for three days straight, I just fucking let go of all that shit, enjoyed time with my friends, the new friends I made, the, the random people exchanging bracelets like the old raves and, and listening to the music and hearing all the positive messages, like what happened? And I realized when I came back, I got hit by a bunch of different, from a bunch of different angles, from a bunch of different people that I was hanging out with. They, they all have their own little problems and they all kind of brought them to me and laid them at my feet. And, and in a lot of these relationships, I'm kind of a leader or a mentor in their lives. I mean, we're still friends, but like, like the role that I play is more permissive. And I, I got back and I got all these things hit me on Monday and I was like, what is happening? Like, like. I started to respond like I normally do, which is like logical, break it down, start evaluating, you know, throw questions back, be, you know, uh, what's the word, provocative with the questions, and then they start thinking and they provide their own answers, right? That's coaching in a nutshell. And I realized that the things that I was doing had zero of the energy I had before I left. I came back and I was just much more grateful. I was much more generative. I was much more um, um, nice. <laughs> like I wasn't afraid of 
of managing a power balance or, or, or getting paid on time or whatever it was that, that I did before. And I had a client and we, you know, I did an hour with him and he, he was going to pay for a new workshop and then he didn't. And I was just like, I don't actually care. Like it, I don't need to go fucking chase him down and be like, Hey bro, why aren't you paying? Like it was just, it was just sort of organic. And so I, I just started to break it out and I was like, why is this so different? Why am I like chained from the inside where even my, my habitual outside movements, uh, which would normally be part and parcel of my day to day life. Why are they so different and why, and what are the responses back? And cause the responses are all great. I was realizing as, as I, I've been working on this concept the last couple of weeks. It's like nobody likes combat. Uh, nobody likes combat, right? Sometimes combat's necessary, but nobody likes combat. Like if somebody asks you their opinion, they don't want to hear that they're a worthless piece of shit and uh, they should change, 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 change. It's it's combative. Uh, if somebody asks your opinion, they want to hear the things that they're doing right. They want to clear up directions that they they need to be moving in. They don't want to hear that they're sufficient, uh, insufficient or, or broken somehow. They want to hear, okay, well that, that area in front of you looks a little fuzzy. Let's clear that up. And then you'll have a more definite sense of purpose or direction. And I had dropped into over quarantine. I dropped into this like really logical, evaluative coaching format where I was basically kind of turning off everybody who talked to me because even though they know I'm right or they could see the logical points I was making, it didn't make them feel good to listen to me talk. And, you know, obviously that there's a spectrum with that. Like a lot of my clients still love me. It's not like I was turning them off completely, but it, it changed the quality of the interactions for sure. And as I started to uh, start injecting these kind of gratitude driven things and the uh, sort of look at everything you have, look at all these opportunities here, and and the enemy is not external. The enemy is your inability to make a decision because your your choice paths aren't clear. Like that was kind of revelatory for me because as I started doing that, everybody didn't fight me back. You know, I didn't put out that energy, so I didn't get it back. And um, the 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 changes that they were making were a little bit more holistic, like they, they, they were congruent with who they thought they were. So as I moved forward with all that, I, I realized that it wasn't the festival that had changed my mind uh, and changed my, my abilities to do that stuff. It was kind of my natural self coming through because I didn't feel like I needed to defend myself for three days straight. I didn't have any uh, combativeness come at me. So I didn't, I didn't put up defensiveness and it allowed me to kind of practice organically the, the methods that were a little bit more, uh, accepting or inclusive. And so I got hit probably Tuesday with some pretty hardcore stuff from one of my, one of the girls I see a lot. And I, I chose not to respond in the way that I would have before I left. I just came at it from a more gratitude and appreciative perspective. And 
it just shut the whole thing down. Like, it wasn't like I wasn't being assertive or I got walked on. It was just more like, yeah, yeah, no, I can understand how you see it that way, but like, I, I'm still into this. Like, let's let's fucking figure out some clarity here. Like, I'm not not mad that you're mad. I'm not, you know, like none of that, none of that came up and the whole thing just died. Right. Like the, the idea of, of whatever she was mad about, she, she wasn't allowed to play the script. She wasn't allowed to like, you know, repeat the trauma pattern or whatever. She wasn't allowed to, to say all the stuff that she wanted to say, uh, because it didn't hit the same way. I didn't accept it that same way. You know, they say, uh, there's that, there's that parable of, of the, I forget what movie it was. It was a Disney movie, I think. Some old tortoise or something. He was like, he was like, oh, um, um, fuck, what was it? Oh yeah, if, if, if I give this to you and then you don't accept it, who has it? And he's like, uh, you still have it. Exactly. So if I give you my anger and then you don't accept it, then who still has it? Oh, you still have it. Right. And you don't take it. So then it's not yours. Right. Um, and it, it was, it was kind of remarkable because I mean, it wasn't like I didn't have any tools. Like I still had the, the appreciative and the gratitude tools to, to deal with the situation. But like, it was pretty remarkable how like I got to see it work and I wasn't influenced externally. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, kind of forced to, to take on the the frame or the 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 viewpoint that I was being assaulted or I was being attacked so I didn't have to be defensive I could just you know exist and be like I had all weekend and I realized right at that moment that that frame of looking at the world is a choice like I you know I I could I could say that till I'm blue in the face in in all the NLP talks in the, in the, from the stage, but like in my real life, in a real tangible way, pragmatically, I could see that the frame that I was operating from was superior. And that dropped in a reference experience that let me uh, just choose to do that again and choose to do that again and choose to do that again. And I've been doing that all week. And it is f- awesome. And it's not like I didn't have it. Like, like I said, I think it was dormant over quarantine. I just hadn't looked at it and pulled those tools out of the box. But, um, like, you, you really choose how you view a situation, how you frame a situation. And uh, later on in other, in other episodes, I'm going to go into, like, actual, like, memory reconsolidation and cognitive reframing for real uh, with the techniques and the how-tos and the little worksheets and everything. But... Um, I just kind of want to relay that experience as I'm coming back onto the podcast that like how you look at the world is so fluid and you can choose to respond to external stimulus by viewing it a certain way on a meta frame. Like, like you can, you can see the whole world through a particular lens and I've been seeing the world through gratitude quite a bit because I do like a daily gratitude meditation and I'm not like a weird woo-woo dude. I just like, I pulled out these beads I got in Thailand and there's like 108 of them. And I think the Buddhist guys, they use them for prayer, but I, I just go through in the morning and sometimes I'm driving at the same time. Sometimes I'm like, you know, walking somewhere and I, I go through 108 of them and I kind of fully associate my, 
myself into the scene. I'm imagining like <coughs> things that I'm grateful for. <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm imagining things that I'm grateful for and I kind of fully associate myself. I see those things in my mental pictures and I feel those things and the sensations somatically. And uh, it's pretty simple. You go through 100 things, 108 things you're grateful for and you stop and it takes me like five minutes maybe. And what happens is it kind of primes my brain. I walk out through the day and I'm automatically like seeing all the stuff that that is great and things that I appreciate and things that, that I feel lucky to be able to, to, to take in or, or to see. And it sort of lets me see the world through a frame of gratitude or frame of uh, appreciation or frame of thankfulness, like not gratitude, thankfulness, but like, uh, what's the word? Um, like I just feel lucky to see the things in front of me, right? You know, sometimes I'll notice the sunset and, and be like, oh shit, that's fucking awesome. Like I live in California. This is great. Like, you know, like it's, it's not, like I'm doing a specific thing that's like, okay, well, yeah, well, what's great about this? And let's, let's extrapolate back. It's not a logical thing. It's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. The tree's fucking weird. I like it. I'm, I'm glad that I noticed that and wasn't stuck up in my brain somewhere doing some weird calculation of social value or something, you know? And so, yeah, I, uh, I, I came back from the festival after three days of this, like, just experience the world this way and then I, I realized that I can make that choice and even you know in the real world where things were kind of getting fired at me I just made this choice and I made it all week I didn't get pissed off at all like I was just like okay cool let's uh let's find the clarity here let's let's figure out what the next step is and you know if I'm responsible for this next step or somebody else needs to handle that and, and stuff and take accountability for it because I um, I may or may not want to do that, you know? And then I, I set my boundaries very softly that way. Like I was able to just be like, look, that's not something I'm really interested in doing. So I'm not going to do it. And then, um, you might want to find a different solution or something. And they're like, well, I feel like, okay, well, I'm still not going to do it. So like, <laughs> good luck on your quest. <laughs> and it, it came from such an authentic place for me that it, like people just didn't argue. They, they weren't, I, I could set boundaries kind of soft to where I wasn't losing face, ground, or rapport because, like, I wasn't trying to stand my ground at all. I wasn't really being all that assertive. I was just, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to be me over here, and you're going to be you, and I love that for you. <laughs> and so uh, it, it's starting to work pretty well, and I think it's because of this uh, meta frame, like this, this, ability to look at the whole world is something that I appreciate and, and, and see that first before I see them as problems or see them as, uh, limits or blocks to my freedom or whatever it is. So yeah, I wanted to talk about that real quick because I had that prompt from, uh, the end of, from the end of the festival. Uh, I want to start this whole podcast thing again. I got a lot of content coming out. I wrote like two books in quarantine that I'm going to start breaking down and, and, you know, releasing content stuff for that. And then I got a bunch of people I want to interview because I met some, some beautiful new people that have a lot of cool things to say. 
and I got a lot of business ventures I got to plug uh, into the future because we're doing like live events and uh, I'm releasing some online courses and stuff. So I think it's a good avenue and venue to do such. Like I said, thank you for joining me here on the daily positivity podcast, Self Positive. And I think next week we'll have the website up and you can see the blog posts and all that stuff. And the YouTube channel will fire up too because like all that stuff was kind of backburnered during quarantine. But it will be released soon because now I'm spending most of my time uh, organizing content for this stuff. So if you want to talk about something you want to hear uh, about particular subjects and how I'm looking at and dealing with things in my coaching practice, please reach out to me uh, on Instagram. It's probably the best way in the DMs. It, uh, at Duke Delate, D-U-K-E-D-E-L-A-E-T. And otherwise, I will see you tomorrow for another episode. Thanks for joining, and uh, stay positive, stay awesome.